This episode contains adult themes such as suicide and child harm. If you or anyone you know have ever been affected by suicide, please contact the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. Thank you. Viewer discretion is advised. This episode of First Encounter contains spoilers for the video game Final Fantasy VII. If you've not played this game, first off, what are you doing? Don't be like me. And second, go play it instead of listening to us. If you'd like to follow along, listen to the end of the episode for where we play to next, as well as how you can get in touch with us. We would also like to take a second to say that we are in no way affiliated with Square. We're just a couple of guys trying to have fun with a cool video game. Do you think Mog ever ate enough to not be fat or whatever we had to do? Ate enough to mate? Yeah. I worry about him. Listen, there's a chance we'll be back there, and you can feed him as many nuts as you want. <laughs> there's a chance we'll get to mate with Mog ourselves. <laughs> That's how you unlock the final summon. <laughs> oh god, just a deformed Mog with cloud hair. Kill me! Kill me! <laughs> Hey, buddy. Hey, how are you doing? Oh, good. You know. Yeah? Yeah. Just uh, sitting here looking at you. You excited about anything? <sighs> Things are a bit different. So excited. Got some stuff moved around? Got some new equipment? No, none of that. Oh. <laughs> I'm excited about... No, I'm just kidding. Hair's coming back. Got that? Absolutely fuck up. Uh, yeah, I'm actually really excited. So uh, we'll get there. Before we get to that point, though... What you got there, Chris? I got a um, the space in between. It's an ale by Lawson's finest liquids. The finest of liquids. The finest. I know people love it. I've only had sip of sunshine, and it's fantastic. So this is going to be the first time I experience a non sip of sunshine. This is probably my favorite beer right now. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, this is awesome. So this is their undefined ale because it's kind of in between, like, and it's like in between an ale and like an IPA and like an APA, and it's just like kind of kind of in between everything there. But uh, this is one of my my favorite drinks. Yeah, I could see me drinking this during any situation. Oh, one hundred percent. So, Chris, we uh played some Final Fantasy today. Sort of, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> we explored a desert prison together for way too long. Yeah. Last episode, we got to the Golden Saucer, explored a bit. We picked up a new party member. A Kate Sith, Ew. or a Cat Sith, as you Catherine, prefer. Catherine Sitherin is their full name. Catherine thing. the Sith. <laughs> so, we, so stupid. <laughs> we picked that marshmallow up, played some you want me? mini games, sort of. You, you arm wrestled a wrestler and also a sumo wrestler. I do not like the Golden Saucer. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we were ejected from the Golden Saucer. I believe you mean we were asked politely but firmly to leave. Very firmly. Very firmly. Yeah. And we started the episode in Coral Prison. Yeah. So um, I think the vast majority of this episode was me getting my shit stolen by stupid random encounters. Holy shit. I lost so many good items because I'm a piece of shit. I was listening to uh, 50 Shades of Grey. Yeah. Well, usually. <laughs> Mithril Crow oh, was stolen. What? Mithril. Oh, shit. Hey. A lot of gill was stolen. And I'm Mith- going to fucking kill these guys and take my shit back. Oh, well, there goes your gill. He just fucking... Oh, what a dick. Fuck it, I'm just gonna fucking physical. Getting real... Phoenix Den was stolen. I hate being in prison. All my cool stuff gets taken. High potion was stolen. Oh my god. Did I just lose my fucking four slots? Looks like. I hate this so much. Hey, you may have lost four slots, but at least you got your tent back. I'm considering hitting you. So Lux Source is gone. Mithril Rod is gone. Four slots, which I'm really, really upset about, is gone. 
Did you lose Grand Glove too? Uh, no, I managed to get Grand Glove back, but I did lose um, Red Thirteen's grenade, which is yeah. fine. But like, I'm st- like, I'm, I still Why? got a lot. Don't of give shit. it to the dog anyway. Hey, okay, <laughs> that makes fair. Sense. I, I was right. like, yeah, he doesn't have thumbs. He can't pull the pin. So yeah, there was a lot of enemy encounters. Yeah, so there was the the uh, little face things that uh, either healed three or was it? Is it cure three? Cure three. So they either cure three or they self destruct and do a pretty significant amount of damage yeah definitely seem more weighted toward the self-destruct side yeah so i saw cure three once and then we saw self-destruct i don't want to use the term countless but i lost track yeah and then we met the muggers who did as their name implies mug you a lot of mugging aggressively i lost so many items he stole red 13's grenade he stole my granatus gotta kill him faster stop targeting the happy face Chris, I will not lose my Granatus. Don't fucking... Ugh. What? What's Just the save, problem? Save the limit break. I will limit break right into your... Getting sick of these guys. I'm getting real sick of this. I'm getting real sick of losing cool fucking items. Speed source! Kill him! Can't. Getting mugged too much. Power source! Kill both of them! So, we're wandering around uh, the... Main plaza. Main plaza. <laughs> plaza is a strong word for a prison. I would say, what are the, the pen, I think is what they call it, when they like get to go out into the yard. The yard, that's uh, what they call yes. it, yeah. The yard, yeah. Um, so we're wandering around, and uh, we talk to the first guy that's around us, and he's like, I don't know about you, but I can't stand those three over there. They piss me off the more I talk to them. And I was like, all right, that's weird. Let's go talk to them. Them being three gentlemen who are sitting by themselves just snapping their fingers in unison. <laughs> Those guys only tell lies, only lies. Not one of them will tell you the truth. Just talk with them a couple of times and you'll get sick of them. The snapping fingers guys, is that who he's talking about? This place is heaven. This place is heaven. This place is heaven. Dude, I'm kind of about them. Why are they us? Man with a gun on his arm. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. You want to see the boss? Go southwest and you'll meet him. You'll meet him. You'll meet him. That's actually really fucking creepy. (laughs) Yeah. So... We we approach the uh, the three gentlemen, the barbershop quartet, if you will, or trifecta, the barber barbershop <laughs> trifecta, and uh, we get a little insight about directions in the prison. So we learn that if we head to the southwest, we'll meet the boss, and uh, we take their advice, head down a little bit. Um, but before we get there, there's another guy who's like hanging out by like a cage uh, elevator. And uh, if you talk to him, he's like, oh, if you want to go up, you have to uh, get the boss's permission. But before you do that, like, you have to enter the Chocobo race. The only way to get out of here is to win a Chocobo race. Okay, cool. That's, we'll get, we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. So we march down to a truck that's seemingly been converted into a office, I guess. So, like, the trunk is an office, and then the cab you can use as a hotel to sleep in and, like, heal up and restore MP. What is that opening right there? At the tire? Yeah. I'm going to see. Hello? Hello? Let me in. Looks like... <laughs> oh, it's a fucking hotel? <laughs> Looks like we can get some sleep here. Hmm. 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 Let's talk to these gentlemen. You do? Then go and pay your respects to Mr. Coates. Yeah, let me go. Let me go give my respect. Oh, this guy looks cool. What? Mr. Coates? Mm-hmm. Never seen your face around here before. Going up? <laughs> you just had to fucking run him. So we talked to Mr. Coates and we're like, all right, so like, yeah, we'll enter your Chocobo race. Let's go. And he's like, no, 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 you don't understand. You have to get permission from the boss. And we we're like, what? You- Everyone said you were the boss. What the fuck? And he's like, no. 
So after talking to Mr. Coates, we uh, are like, okay, we still really don't know where to go or what to do. We can't go any further south. We can't go any further west. And then uh, notice that to the east, there's like a rundown house or cabin. So we walk inside and uh, Barrett runs in and we get some more of that good, good exposition. All right, Chris, let's go this way. Hey, Chris. I, I can't go this way. No. I don't know what you want. This is an open world. Uh, a little, uh, little uh, house here. And, oh, I've lost control. That's never good. I mean... <laughs> <gasps> Barrett! Didn't I tell you not to come here? Just hold on for a second. We just want to talk. You'll understand if you just hear us out. Um, Did Barrett just open fire into a couch next to us? Oh, fuck. Didn't want none of you to get involved. Tifa, Aerith. Hey, that's Cloud's line. It's too dangerous. I can't let you get involved. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Fucking Aerith has really come into her own. Yeah, we're already involved in this. Sweet Tifa. We saw you and hurried here. Barrett, just tell us what's going on. You guys. <laughs> I heard that the murderers at the battle arena were done by a man with a gun arm. Was that you? There's... Oh, boy. There's another. Another man that got a gun grafted into one of his arms. It was four years ago. Oh, that's that good, good flashback. Barrett storms in, and we are talking to him with Red 13 and Kate Seth, who are in our party, and we're like, hey, you got to tell us what's going on here, dude. What the fuck? And then Barrett just starts seemingly shooting at Cloud. Luckily, there's someone behind Cloud that falls down dead behind a couch that you didn't see. But I genuinely thought that he was shooting Cloud. And then Aerith and Tifa, who were not in our party, run in uh, and join the fray. Red 13 goes, hey, upstairs we heard that you know like all the murders was done by a man with a gun on his arm was that you and like this is the first time like that someone's asked him point blank which is cool and i like that it's red 13 because i feel like red 13 and barrett have had like a little bit of a a side relationship developing as like friends which is which is cool i want to see more of that for sure but um barrett's like no you don't understand there's another one and and you start seeing a flashback you see uh, barrett and dine running into the picture dine being barrett's best friend we learned about in the previous episode and Barry was like Dine and I were out of the village checking up on a Mako reactor. So the scene is them walking like on train tracks back into Coral it seems like and this old man like runs out and he's like like Dine Barrett like oh my god the village like we've been like the city's under attack by Shinra's soldiers it's like everything's on fire like everyone's waiting for you like come on like we gotta go Barrett and Dine run off to the side to like a ledge to like look out over the city and they see that Coral is just fucking burning yeah. there is kind of a moment I liked um, where when they're peering over the city Barrett collapses to his knees and he's like and he's having a moment and it's Dine who kind of like comes out of it and is like hey Barrett like we're gonna be okay. We get, like everyone's waiting for us. We gotta go. Like, yeah, let's go back there. Yeah. Um, Dine and Barrett return back to the old man, and that's when Shinra soldiers show up. The village elder is being shot at by a bunch of Shinra soldiers. He is shot in the back and murdered. Um, so Dine and Barrett do a runner, obviously, because fuck that. And we see a semi-familiar face at this point, someone we still don't know a whole lot about, and I'm really actually excited to learn more about her because she seems like an absolute nutcase. Uh, Scarlet, she comes up behind the soldiers and she's like, oh, you're never going to hit anything with aim like that. Kia ha ha ha. And then she's like, shoot them. Let's go. Come on, boys. Kia ha ha. You can shoot them all day and never hit them with aim like that. Shut up. Kia ha ha. Stop playing around and cover me. This is my new Scarlet voice. Do you hate it? Watch out. 
Oh, shit. Stein, hang on. Listen to me. You're coming back to the village here? Yeah, I ain't letting go. You're coming back. Everyone's waiting for you. Eleanor and Marlene, they're all waiting on us. Is uh, Eleanor his wife? Shit. Oh, shit. So he got shot in the arm and dropped Dine. They were being shot at. I don't know if they got hit immediately, but uh, Dine starts falling off a cliff. Barrett grabs him by the wrist, and they are in that kind of the Lion King situation where uh, Barrett's holding on to Dine by the wrist, and then they both get shot in the arm, and they let go, and uh, Dine seemingly plunges to his death. And you don't really know how Barrett gets away after that point, or like if they just assumed they killed him and just like moved on with their life. From then on, I couldn't use my right arm no more. I was depressed for a while, but then I threw away my artificial arm and got this gun grafted in. Got a new right arm to get revenge on the Shinra who took everything away. Back then, I heard the doc say there was another man who got the same operation as me, but his was the left arm. But Dine's injury was the same as yours, right? Yeah, that's right. He was deceived by the Shinra too. He'll probably join us to fight against the Shinra. Wouldn't bet on it. I gotta apologize to Dime before I can rest in peace. And that's why I gotta go alone. Do whatever you want. Is that what you want to hear? Well, I can't let you do it. We need your help to save the planet. At that point, you kind of get the feeling like, ah, yeah, Dine's definitely... I mean, I've kind of felt it before then, but this is kind of the clincher. Like, Dine's definitely the, the man with the gun arm that we're pursuing right now and not Barrett. Barrett's like, all right, fine, I guess we can do this together. Um, let's see, 20, 20, 20, 20, 19. So Barrett definitely needs to level up and then it doesn't really matter. I'm going to take, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to keep Red Thirteen for a bit. <laughs> I was going to say, I like that your cursor wasn't even moving over Kate Sith at all. Uh, it's yeah. like not even an option. He's, he's not for me. I don't think he's for me. Oh man. How about you? Nobody ever uses Kate Sith. Including you. Yeah. <laughs> Get fucked. <laughs> so uh, where do we go from here? So we run out into the desert. Fucking crawling through the desert. Is this just... Is this what I think it's going to be? <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm getting Lost Woods flashbacks like you wouldn't believe. I'm going to know north. How is this for you? This is okay. <laughs> is it? It's all right. There's fucking nothing in this desert, it's is there? It's fine. I, what are you, it's a desert. What do you expect? What's supposed to be there? I want stuff. Oh, what the fuck is that? Oh, Fuck. What is that thing? That's Cactor. So that's the third monster that I want to get a tattoo of. That's pretty cute. I think I've definitely seen that one before. Yeah. So also, you might be fucked. Why? It's a little cactus. Why does it? What? <laughs> Why can't you do anything against it? Cactuar was not anything to fuck around with. It's, no. kick, it's kick fucking leveled cloud. Uh, luckily, the thing skedaddled off screen and, and left. Um, I think we fought one other worm and then a couple of other randos. Um, before uh, coming across the chocobo carriage. This uh, chocobo carriage uh, came to my rescue. and was like, hey, you want to ride? And I was like, fucking please. I'm so done with this desert. I don't care where you take me. I don't want to be here. I just don't want to be here. So uh, he brings us back to uh, the entrance to the desert. And uh, at that point, I was like, fuck it. Let's continue the story. What happens next? Can you remind me? We come across Dine. Is that is that straight up it? Yeah, we just he's just Dine? in the junkyard. Step back. Dine, is that you? Yeah, that's a voice I haven't heard in years. That was a really cool animation of him slowly raising his head up. A voice I'll never forget. Oh, he blames us. I always hoped I'd be able to see you again someday. I knew you were alive somewhere. We had the same operation. Listen, Dine, I want to... Uh-oh. I can hear her voice. It's Eleanor's voice, begging me not to hate your rotten guts. 
That's why I never hunted you down. I know I was stupid. I'm not asking you to forgive me, but what are you doing in a place like this? Why do you want to kill people who ain't even involved? Why? The hell do you care? You think the dead understand whys? Is hearing Shinra's excuses going to make people in Coral understand anything? I don't care about reasons. All they give us is artillery and stupid excuses. What's left is a world of despair and emptiness. You still want to know why? Alright, I'll tell you. Because I want to destroy everything. I like that he has a limp and like kind of drags his leg around. That's pretty cool. The people in the city. The city itself. The whole world. I got nothing left in this world. Coral, Eleanor, Marlene. Wait! Is Marlene Dine's kid? Is Barrett her adopted father? Oh, fuck. Dine is fucking nuts. Like, he is obviously way off his rocker. He is angry. He is upset. He is depressed. He is not happy to see Barrett. He exclaims, like, Eleanor, she's telling me, like, not to hate your rotten guts right now. And, like, that's just so metal. But also, he's very obviously not okay. I didn't mention anything when we were playing it, but I saw that he's standing in front of two uh, wooden crosses that seem to be grave markers, seemingly for his wife, Eleanor, and who we find out, his fucking daughter, Marlene. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
Is this the only way we can resolve this? I told you, I, I just want to destroy everything. This crazy world, even me. He's going to fucking kill himself. What about Marlene? What's going to happen to her? Think about it, Barrett. How old was Marlene back then? Even if I did go see her, she wouldn't even know me. And what's more, Barrett, my hands are too stained to carry her anymore. What a fucking line. I just... Oh, that is such a good line, dude. Barrett, give that pendant to Marlene. It was Eleanor's. My wife's... The memento. All right. So, Marlene's already four. Oh, so she was a legit fucking baby. Barrett, don't you... Don't ever make her cry. Oh, he's gonna throw himself into the chasm. Dine? Dine! Dine! Fuck. Dine. Me and you were the same. My hands ain't cleaner. I shouldn't care, Marlene, either. He he's basically just given up all hope. And you see, like, I think his anger is extinguished at this point, and all that's left is nothing. Um Dine kind of pulls off a necklace uh that used to be Eleanor's. He throws it to Barrett and he's like, I want you to give that to to Marlene. Um, you know, just keep taking care of her. And he just like slowly walks himself over to the edge of this ledge and kind of puts out his arms crosswise and falls backwards. Barrett, you know, runs up to the edge screaming, like, don't do this, like, Dine, no, and just, like, drops to his knees. And it's it's a lot. This was a really, really heavy encounter. We haven't seen something this heavy, I think, since Nibelheim. Fucking crazy. Flashback to ten minutes ago where Aerith was like, come on, Barrett, let's just have fun. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, that was such a... Fucking Aerith, that was so nightmarish and tone deaf. So, yeah, we, um... At that point, the screen fades out, and when it fades back in, we are back in Mr. Uh, Coates' office. Mr. Coates. Uh, office. <laughs> not back of a semi-truck. <laughs> yep, definitely not that. Uh, Yeah, and we're like, bring us up. And he's like, no, Dio only lets one person up at a time, and they have to win the Chocobo race to be released. So, like, in the back of my mind, I had this little thought of, like, Jesus Christ, if I have to race, like, six times on the Chocobo race to free everyone, this is going to be a nightmare. Luckily, though, he's like, yeah, you have to deal with Dio, but I'll let you go up. At that point, we uh, meet a new character who offers to be the manager for our Chocobo racing. So uh, Esther volunteers to be our manager, and she's like, oh, I'll go talk with Dio. Like, just, you know, just wait. Follow me up. We're, we're going to, I'll introduce you to the other jockeys, and we'll have a fucking Chocobo of a time. Only introduces us to one jockey. Joe. Only because he talked to her. Yeah, and when you talk to the other jockeys, two are like dot dot, and the other two are just like, fuck off yeah like i don't want this i don't want any part of this you're a fucking you're a criminal very weird super weird this whole section just left a really weird taste in my mouth i feel like they put the chocobo race after this to be like oh like we had a really upsetting moment let's make everything better and it's like no 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 no. this is way too like 180 like to the point that it's 360 like i'm still sad about barrett and dine can we not do fucking chocobo races with like rainbow road from mario 64 as well as like the music like what the fuck is happening um but yeah esther takes us up into the gold saucer as we're in the elevator she explains that not all the jockeys are criminals uh she's like oh no some are in it for like the pure like thrill of the sport some are in it like to be champions some are in it for like the glory and fame or money and then there's people like you scumbag yep (laughs) and she explains to us how to have a chocobo race 
I'll teach you to ride a chocobo. I already know. All right. Um, first use assist to choose either auto or manual. Shit, I already don't know what the assist button is. This lets you control the chocobo yourself or lets it run on its own. But it's pretty hard to make the chocobo run the way you want it to. If the chocobo doesn't like you, it won't listen. Then you're stuck. But most of the chocobos I have are mellow. And you should be able to handle them. When you're riding, you switch to speed up and cancel to slow down. And we're back. <laughs> this is already more buttons than okay, and I'm not ready for this. But if you go faster than the chocobo can handle, it'll quickly lose its stamina. Use the directional button to move the chocobo left and right. Use okay to get a boost of speed. But this will make <laughs> this makes your stamina run out faster. Some chocobos are bad tempered and can't pace themselves. They'll lose their stamina quickly. Those chocobos should be set on manual to slow them down. Finally, some advice for the restless. Once the first and second chocobo cross the goal line, push start to end the race. What a nightmare. Got all that. This is gonna be such a nightmare. Would you like to recount what she told you? Assist. <laughs> switches from manual to auto. Yeah. And then OK is put on the gas and cancel is put off the gas. So Esther is like, hey, we're, I'm going to go find a chocobo for you. We'll get started. You can walk around. Uh, I found a summons. Uh, can you remind me what summons that was? Uh, Rama. I haven't gotten to use it yet because I just fucking chocobo raced everywhere. But um, we uh, get the opportunity at this point to fucking chocobo race. So, Chris, you want to? Uh, I, I want you to uh, give me your observations on the first chocobo race because <laughs> I was panicking too hard, smashing buttons. This is a chocobo I prepared myself. You should do well. So, remember how to ride? Yeah, I got it. No problem. Then, good luck. This is gonna be an absolute nightmare. Switch, assist, okay, cancel, start. Which fucking one am I? Manual, automatic. So that's your stamina right there. Yeah. You're also on an automatic, so you're actually doing literally nothing at all. You don't know me. It says automatic right there. This is fine. You're in last. Work! You rode that poor chocobo into the ground. I'll fucking do it again, too. That was a tough break. Let me find a better chocobo for you. Just wait here for a while, okay? I was thrown into that way quicker than I was expecting. You had a whole elevator pitch. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> just, just shut up. Yeah, so... The weird thing is, you were smashing a lot of buttons, but doing literally nothing, because you didn't take it off automatic until the very end. At which point, I exhausted the chocobo almost immediately. So you couldn't do anything at that point. I'm sure it's fine. It was fine. The race ended. And then we immediately got thrown into another race. Which you continued to smash buttons, didn't take it off automatic this time. But still won. But won. <laughs> How mad are you about that? I wasn't happy. <laughs> <laughs> just upset i register you for the next race this is a chocobo i prepared myself you should do well so remember how to ride oh i got it you know what i wonder if each chocobo you get makes the game slightly easier i don't know if it actually changes anything when she comes back i'm having a great time Chris. chocobo time I could listen to the song for the rest of my fucking life. Oh, you're actually gonna win. What the fuck? Suck my dick. Why are you haven't done anything? You're literally you just left on automatic. You didn't do anything. Why would I turn it off automatic when I was doing so well? Learn how to play the game, mate. I might just like how I caught the chocobo on the first try. Yeah, I feel like I'm just the chocobo whisperer. You're a much better chocoboer than I am. At that point. We uh, win the Chocobo race, and we get a letter from Dio. Boy! In the letter, he's like, Boyo, you uh, you done fucking win. Here's all your shit. And, uh, you know, you basically get uh, freedom for you and all your friends, um, as well as a gift. Uh, Aerith gives us a call on the old PHS. Boy, if you're reading this letter, then you must have won. I know you earned it. 
I heard about Don from Esther. Now that you won, I'm granting you and your friends a full pardon and setting you all free. And by way of an apology, I have a little gift for you to use on your journey. Sorry I couldn't be there to tell you this in person, but I'm a very busy man. Sincerely, Dio. <laughs> Love, Dio. Uh, sorry, that's me. I have a cell phone? That's what the PHS is. Oh. Cloud, this is great. The assistant manager just stopped by and dropped off a buggy. Now we can go over deserts and rivers, no problem. Can I get into random encounters with oh, yeah. in the buggy? Oh, you better believe it, buddy. Oh, boy. Okay, Cloud, I'll be waiting outside. The letter continues. P.S. I recently met Sephiroth. I'll bet he's pretty popular with boys your age. Why don't you get his autograph? He was heading toward Gungaga, south of the river. Sephiroth. Dio's like, by the way, I just met your old pal Sephiroth. He must be real popular with boys your age. Bye! Well, he he told us where to go next. He did. He said we needed to go south across the Gagnon River, if I remember right. He's like, if you want his uh, signature. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> Dio has no idea what's going on. His oh, yeah, head's no. like so in the clouds. He's, he's so focused on Golden Saucer only. Yeah. His bodybuilding or whatever he's doing in his free time. My favorite thing is that... Why the fuck did he meet Sephiroth and just have a seemingly casual conversation with Sephiroth? And Sephiroth was like, didn't kill him, didn't hurt anyone at the Golden Saucer, and was like, okay, thanks, bye. Apparently, Sephiroth was like, this guy's fine. And told him where he was going next. If what want, the hell happened? Want, was there anything else you wanted to unpack about Dio, Golden Saucer, Sephiroth, any of this? Because there's a lot oh to God. unpack. Just kind of what the nightmare of the administration is in this area. Why does this prison exist? Why is Dio seemingly not only a successful businessman as well as a bodybuilder, wrestler, and a prison warden? What the fuck is happening here? We learned that Dine is uh, Mr. Coates' boss. Dine went into prison seemingly willingly because he killed everyone on yeah. the way there. Like... 20 minutes before us. Unless he's like leaving and re-entering. Sure, but does he just murder everyone on the way in and out? No, no, no. He takes the chocobos each time. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Mr. Coates, I need to go back up. <laughs> Send me up. Send me up as he just stoically on his chocobo and the chocobo's just... Wark! Oh, what a mess. At this point, we uh, decided to head out of the Golden Saucer and reconvene on the world map. We saved the game, and that's where we're going to end it today. Chris, uh, do you have any final thoughts on any of our adventure today? I just want to go back to Marlene. I would really like to see Marlene sometime soon. Because here's the thing. Now, not only does Marlene remind Barrett of his past and his best friend who he thought lost forever and his wife, now he's reminded that I killed your dad. He didn't technically kill her, the dad. He definitely was the progenitor of the death, <laughs> but he didn't pull the trigger. <laughs> right. That's a lot to unpack when he sees his four-year-old daughter. He must have the most fucked up baggage of all of them. And that's saying something because they all are really fucked up. Do you know who's probably the least fucked up out of all of them? Aerith, probably. Yeah, probably. And she's real fucked up. <laughs> or Kaseth. He seems yeah, fine. Yeah. He's just a fortune teller. Yeah, he just gives fortunes and then follows you for the rest of the, the game. Just to make sure that his fortune comes true. But what yeah, a mess. That was Barrett's side quest. It was really good. Yeah. It was really good. I Man, what an emotional journey. I feel like it didn't hit me while we were playing it, but it's starting to sink in now that we're talking about it. And like, I'm feeling a little wrecked by it. That was upsetting. That was really upsetting, but really good. Yeah. What a damn treat. You have any predictions for upcoming events? We're heading to a new area. 
we can also go back to Junon Harbor, we've learned, and go back to Costa del Sol. There's a couple of things I wanted to do in Junon Harbor, so I might head back there first before moving on with the story. Um, as far as predictions go, I think we're getting real close to a second, uh, or not second, another Sephiroth encounter. Um, I really like that the game progresses by just being told where he's going to go and then following him. Yeah. Um, I'd like to throw something out there because you have kind of assumed, guessed, predicted that Sephiroth and the Black Caped Man are not the same person. Yes. Last episode, we learned that a man in a black cape, I believe, was wandering around the gold saucer. Right. And this episode, we didn't hear anything about a man in a black cape, but didn't. we did hear that Sephiroth and Dio are broing out. We did. Still feeling those are two separate characters, or what do you think? Yes, because Dio didn't attribute the black cloaked man's name when we first met him to Sephiroth, and now he's named Sephiroth. I feel like like not enough time has passed for him to have been like, oh, while you were in prison, I met Sephiroth. <laughs> yeah. I, I still feel like they're two separate characters. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm still feeling like it might be the jogger. Just out for a run. That mysterious jogger. All right. Well, I think that's this episode. With that, thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the First Encounter podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, please go leave us an Apple review. They make a huge difference and we would really appreciate it. Additionally, you can find all of our past episodes and how to connect with us on firstencounterpodcast.com. Please come say hi. Next time on First Encounter, we'll be playing up to the point where I eat my words and find out that Red 13 indeed does have a backstory and we play through Cosmo Canyon.